Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 237 of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn, and thank you so very much for listening to the podcast once again. Well, today is draft day eve, and if you're listening on Thursday, today is draft day. So, what we're going to do today is, I'm going to, uh, if, if you're listening today on draft eve or Thursday draft day, I'm going to give you... Uh, what what is an annual tradition here on Hooked on Sports? The fourth annual Hooked on Sports mock NFL draft. So I'm going to give you uh, who I think is going to go in with each of the 31 picks in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. There are 31 picks this year instead of 32 because the Miami Dolphins had to forfeit their first round pick because because they illegally tampered. Uh, last year in free agency when, when it came to uh, the potential of signing Tom Brady away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That didn't happen. Tom Brady came out of retirement and still wound up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let, let, let's get started here. Now, I, I presented uh, through, uh, through my friends over at Fantasy Football Fever my uh, it, my first edition of the Hooked on Sports mock draft, which uh, which which aired on Friday with my friend Tim McClellan's channel, and th- th- there there were a couple of things uh, that are different from from mine. I mean, the the first the first one is that there are what was that? I had four quarterbacks going with the first four picks of the draft. I had a couple of dra- a draft day trades. And and the, we didn't know that the Jets and the Packers traded um, of first round picks um, in, in the uh, in the Aaron Rodgers trade so, uh, as part of the compensation for uh, for the new Jets quarterback. So we, we, so so all of those things are factored in, into mind. I I I did have a, a late first round mo- a mock dra- uh, mock trade. And, and it decided not going to happen. I'm going to explain why when we get to that point. So, I I think this is this is going this is an average class. I I I think there are a couple of of uh, elite prospects out there. I think there are. Uh, I I think there there's going to be a, a lot of volatility in terms of. In, in terms of the player movement, in terms of where I think I think they can go, that I, I have a pros, uh, uh, I have a, a prospect who I saw ranked as high as number six, but I ha- that I have going to the New England Patriots with the fourteenth overall pick in, in the draft. So I, I I think it's I think it's important here to uh, to to note that I think it's also important to uh, to note that the teams at the top of the draft are are, are probably going to pick quarterbacks now. Do, are, we we don't know for sure if the Texans are going to pick a quarterback, and we don't know for certain what the Arizona Cardinals are going to do with the third overall pick in in the draft. Are, are they going to keep it and, and draft a? Uh, a, a blue chip prospect uh, to bolster the defense. Are they going to trade down so someone can uh, can can draft a quarterback like Anthony Richardson? It, it, uh, and uh, what are the Philadelphia Eagles going to do with their two first round picks? That the Eagles don't have many holes, but I I could see them um, f- 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 uh, f- fixing a couple of of, of their holes early early on here. 
Um, the Lions have two first-round picks. Uh, they have 6 and 18. The Seahawks have two first-round picks, 5 and 20. So I, I, I think this is going to be a, a, a fascinating draft on, on, all, on all sorts of levels here. So without any further ado, I'm going to present in, in this order uh, the 31 picks in the 2023 NFL Hooked on Sports Mock Draft. And with the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL Mock Draft, uh, the Carolina Panthers select Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. Now look, th 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 there was a Reddit post that's been swirling around saying Will Levis uh, is bracing to be picked number one overall by the Carolina Panthers. I think that's nonsense. A a and, I and I think that, that Bryce Young uh, it is, uh, it's, it fits in perfectly to what Frank Reich and Steve Fitterer are, are envisioning with their quarterback, and Bryce Young is is one of the smart is is one of the smartest throwers of the football. He is one of the most accurate throwers of the football. I think Bryce Young is going to be a really good quarterback in the in this league. I think Bryce Young is going to go number one to the Carolina Panthers. This is a change from uh, from uh, from my last pick um, from my pre previous mock that was on the Fantasy Football Fever podcast. With the second overall pick, I have the Houston Texans selecting Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. Now, th th there is a big debate going on about Will Levis. Th there are people that just aren't sold with Will Levis because of the noise. There are people that love Will Levis because of... Uh, be, uh, be, because of the IQ test, uh, be, because of the co uh, cognitive results, uh, but but th but this is what I think. I, I think if you put put Will Levis in the right system, I think he's going to be a star quarterback in this league. I, I, in, in order to be a star quarterback in this league, now you, you're go you're going to need to throw the ball uh, ve very deep, and Will Levis has the strongest arm of any of the quarterbacks in, in the draft this year. Uh, and, and look, last year was not great for him at Kentucky, but the year before was. I I, I think you uh, you look at so somebody like uh, Will Levis, who I who I think could could change the attitude of a team. Uh, I think a team like the Texans makes a lot of sense because there hasn't been much in in, in terms of attitude uh, with the so with David Coley and Lovey Smith uh, be, uh, be, being being uh, one and done's with Houston. So I I think you know, in, in that regard I th I think Will Levis thro throwing uh th throwing the football to uh, to 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 some star players I think that could that could be a, a a realistic fit. Oh, and by the way, John Mechie, uh the, the guy from Alabama who uh, who didn't play last year. Oh, he's he's going to be making his NFL debut this year as well. So oh, so SEC to SEC, I think that I think that could be a really fun combination. If you are a fan of the Houston Texans, the number three overall pick in the draft belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I th there's been a lot of speculation of what I think the Cardinals are going to do with the third overall pick, and in, in my previous draft, I had uh, I had uh, a, a previous couple of drafts. I had uh, I had the teams uh, trading up with the Cardinals at three to draft the quarterback. I, I I do not know if that's going to happen. So I think instead the Arizona Cardinals are going to select Alabama linebacker Will Anderson, and I, I Will Anderson has been a name that that's been on everybody's radar for the last eighteen months. Uh, he uh, he uh, he was by far Alabama's best defensive player 
in in the last two seasons, and and he he makes a lot of plays, a lot of open field tackles. He has excellent um, awareness of the quarterback and excellent instincts. I think Will Anderson is going to be a star in this league, and I think he he's going to fit in nicely with the Arizona Cardinals and with with what Jonathan Gannon wants to to dial up there with a number three overall pick. Okay, so with two quarterbacks off the board for the Indianapolis Colts at four, I think they're going to wind up selecting Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud because he is uh, because he is available now. So the 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 QBIQ results of that that were recently leaked are are scary for Stroud, and I think that's going to negatively affect his uh, his stock. But I think the the other yeah, but. With with Stroud, it is the Ohio State quotient with this now. Um, now I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, and so with that Ohio State has not produced great quarterbacks uh, in the in the NFL, but they did produce Justin Fields a couple of years ago. So that that could be uh, uh, something to to note here. But 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 Stroud is an uh, Stroud was an excellent quarterback. He was in the conversation for the Heisman, and I would have. Uh, a, and, and I said last year he was gonna you know, he was my pick to win the Heisman before um, before Caleb Williams of USC overtook him in that regard. But nonetheless, uh, Stroud is a safe pick for for the Colts who desperately need a quarterback. And and you know Chris Boward is it needs one. I think Shane Steichen needs needs one to develop. So I think he goes to the Colts at number four overall. With the number five overall pick, I have the Seattle Seahawks selecting Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter, and I I, I think uh, yes, off the field issues are are an issue, but I think when it comes to Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks, it hasn't become a a, um, a, a big time issue at all. Jalen Carter, uh, w- uh, by by a lot of measuring sticks, would have uh, would have been the number one overall pick in the draft had had it not been for. The Panthers tra- uh, trading up uh, to get number one overall pick with the Chicago Bears. So, so, so I, I, so I think Carter is dreamy. I think he he, he fills a need for Seattle, and, and I think when when you, when you look at what what they do with the number five, uh, what they do with that defense, which, which was which was bad last year. Uh, don't misinterpret. It was bad, especially. Uh, especially against the run there, I think Jalen Carter is going to be excellent for the Seahawks at number five, and that's where I think he's going to wind up tomorrow night. With the sixth overall pick, I I have the Detroit Lions selecting Illinois corner Devon Witherspoon. Now, five of over the over the last eighteen eighteen months ago. Was when Illinois went into, uh, went into that crazy nine overtime game or something along those lines against Penn State, and and, and I've always been obsessed with with uh, Brett Bielema as the head coach of Illinois. He he is a stud. He can flat out coach, and and, and I think you're you're starting. Uh, I think you're going to see the first fruits uh, of of what he can do, producing talent in the NFL now. Berlima was a linebackers coach in the NFL before he took the Illinois job, and and, and I think Devin with, uh, Witherspoon, uh, it, uh, by, by all accounts, it could be either him or Christian Gonzalez. So, uh, by, by by many measuring sticks, he is the best defensive back 
in 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 the NFL draft, and 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 he'll certainly boost the defense of the future for the Lions, uh, who who could use help in in the in the secondary, and the Lions will will give a lot of uh, yards in terms of passing. So, I I I think this is going to be a a really good fit for 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 what for what Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn want to do with that defense in Detroit. With the seventh overall pick, I have the Las Vegas Raiders selecting Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. I I, I think this is going to be a case where the Raiders need a quarterback for the future. I think ha- ha- having Jimmy G there for for a year, I think would be great for Richardson to uh to, to sit back and watch what it what it takes to be a quarterback. Richardson ha- ha- has a lot of a uh, lot of uber talented raw materials. That uh, now I think it's just a matter of him being. Being a quarterback who 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 uh, who can uh, who who can take who can take the step of being an NFL quarterback then and look uh, everybody knows here that that I that I've destroyed Josh McDaniels on 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 a basis in terms of game management in terms of culture but he is a very good offensive mind and and, and I and I think uh, and I think he's going to be great with Anthony Richardson. Um, it, in with well with um um in 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 the process here of developing a quarterback. So, I I, I think the Raiders are looking toward the future here. I think this is uh, and I think I, I think this is going to be a good example for the Raiders for the seventh overall pick in in the draft. The number eight overall pick goes to the Atlanta Falcons, and I have them staying in state. I have them taking Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from the University of Georgia, and it's so it's two uh, two more defensive players uh, uh, for for Georgia in the first in the first rounds, uh, very similar to what happened last year uh, at the um, at the position for uh, of, of for Georgia that the, and. And Nolan Smith uh, was uh, was opposite Trayvon Walker his first year uh, two years ago. Now is uh, now he is dominating up front last year alongside Jalen Carter, and I think he's going to be an excellent fit for for the Falcons, who desperately need a, a defensive stud because uh, because they they had a lot of problems getting to the quarterback last year, and I think. Um, that that that's going to uh, uh, suffice there. Now the, the the ninth overall pick goes to the to the Chicago Bears, and 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 I have them taking uh, go, going defense in the form of Texas Tech edge rusher um, Tyree Wilson. And look, the the Bears were uh, were the worst defense in in football last year. And 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 they they really need someone to go after the quarterback uh, on on a lot on a lot of different levels there, and and I I think the, the you look at the um you, know, you, you you look at the Bears and and how they need to to, to tread upward. The Bears had twenty sacks in the NFL last year. That was dead last. Among the 32 teams in the National Football League, so so so, it's, so Ty, uh, Tyree Wilson uh, uh, would, would represent a massive upgrade for Chicago. They they could also use some help um, stopping the run as well. But th- but th- this is a, a big spot here for Matt Eberflus and the Bears uh, in bolstering that defense. 
With the 10th overall pick, I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting B. John Robinson, the running back from Texas. And I, I think the, the Eagles running backs were a complete and utter no-show in the Super Bowl last year against Kansas City. And, and I think if, if they had made um, one, one of the uh, what-ifs for the Eagles is if they had better play from, from the running backs uh, and, and running attack outside of Jalen Hurts. So I think B. John Robinson uh, would fit brilliantly as a three-down back, and and I think this is a and I think this goes against the norm here of of picking running backs in the first round because of the of the value of one particular running back going down in recent years, but. That it, but the Eagles are in a great position where the NFC is particularly weak, and it's going to be weak for the next two years. So, so it, it is best for the Eagles to do whatever it takes to to get to the Super Bowl, to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. So I think the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Bijan Robinson with the tenth overall pick, if he's there, maybe the Falcons take him to Paramount with Tyler Algier, maybe. Uh, maybe the Raiders pick a Josh Jacobs uh, successor, but if he's available at ten and the Eagles don't 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 make any moves, I think uh, I think this is an enticing uh, option here for Harry Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles. With the eleventh overall selection, I have the first wide receiver going off the board, and that is Ohio State's Jackson Smith and Jigba and. It is clear the Titans needed an A.J. Brown replacement. Uh, we, we, we don't know what Traylon Burks is going to do going forward. So I think uh, having another young receiver uh, for that offense uh, uh, you know, could, could, could be useful, especially uh, if, if, second, if the, the division uh, is, the, is the weak link in the AFC in a, in a, in a conference with a boatload of quarterbacks in that division. And, and in that conference. With the 12th overall pick, I have the Houston Texans selecting Northwestern offensive tackle Peter Skaronsky. And, and P Peter Skaronsky is, is the most complete, uh, most complete um, a a player of, a among the offensive linemen in, in the draft this year. And, 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 and his skill set has been off the charts. And he, and he is one of those uh, blue chip prospects, and uh, he he has the uh, uh he has the an, an incredible versatility, and uh, he uh, he uh, he is uh, a great hand eye coordination, and 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 he, he he's gonna help protect uh whoever is the uh, whoever is the quarterback for a long time in Houston if he's selected there at twelve, and I think the Texans make a lot of sense for someone like Peter Skaronsky. A twist of irony for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers never had a wide receiver in the, taken in the first round um, in the draft when, when he was in Green Bay. Well, three days after Aaron Rodgers leaves, I have the Packers taking the wide receiver with a 13th overall pick, and that's USC's Jordan Addison. And, uh, and, and I think this is the case where the Packers really needed to, uh, to bolster the receiving core for, uh, to, uh, for Jordan Love if he's ever going to have the, uh, the, uh, the opportunity to, uh, to, 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 do, to do something special for, uh, for, for the Packers. He needs this, all the support he can get, and Jordan Addison would, would fit the bill just, just like that. The 14th overall pick I have... 
The New England Patriots selecting Christian Gonzalez from the University of Oregon, and I I, I think I think that this is going to be a classic Belichick special. I I think uh, Christian Gonzalez is one of the two best corners in 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 this year's draft, and 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 according to some scouts, he he is a he is a big physical corner. He's six one, weighs about two hundred pounds, has. Uh, he is fast, athletic, and, and I think, uh, and, and there's some who think he has a better skill set than that of of Devin of Devon Witherspoon. So, but but I think the Patriots need, need a corner. Maybe uh, they need a Stephon Gilmore replacement. And, and I and I, not, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill Belichick, uh, uh, if he's uh, as long as he's around, uh, could 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 turn him into uh, into a stud corner like like he like like those that he's had with Ty Law and. And Stefan Gilmore and Malcolm Butler, among others, Christian Gonzalez would make a lot of sense for the New England Patriots. I have the Jets, and the, the, the Jets are now at 15. I have them taking um, Broderick Jones for the offensive tackle from Georgia with the 15th overall pick, and I I I think is um, uh, Jones. Uh, had an excellent season last year, but but I, I wonder if he's going to be better at guard um, in 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 there around and 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 I and I think um, uh, that that he 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 could go uh, somewhere uh, where where um, where it requires athleticism and and there and he has raw materials, but. I, I think it, it, with the Jets winning now with Rodgers and given the Jets had some issues with the offensive line, I think they take who they feel is the best available tackle, and that is Broderick Jones. The Washington Commanders will be on the board at number 16, and I have them selecting Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. And what Washington desperately needs... Um, uh, needs a corner and and Joey Porter is probably the uh, the most talked about or has probably been the most talked about prospect uh, in 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 the draft at the cornerback position mainly because he uh, he played for uh, for, for a, a big name uh, a big name college at Penn State and of course he is the the son of legendary Steelers quarterback Joey Porter uh, Joey Porter Senior. So, but but I think Washington desperately need uh, need need someone at the cornerback position because I think they're, they're because uh, the, the amount of big plays that they they let up last year uh, in late in games I think it is was problematic and I think Washington could 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 restore some sanity in uh, in in quick order here if you're um, the. Um, if you're the Washington Commanders, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at 17. Uh, I them selecting the tackle in Paris Johnson from Ohio State, and 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 he and Johnson was not viewed as weak at all. Uh, there isn't any big weaknesses with with Paris Johnson, uh, and and I think he, uh, he he could be an excellent left tackle. And I think the Steelers need an offensive tackle to to protect Kenny Pickett, and I think. Uh, it, uh, and I think uh, with, with the Jets passing on him at 15, I think he uh, he would be a very, he'd be great for the Steelers at at pick number 17. With the 18th selection, I have the Detroit Lions selecting one of the two tight ends that that is likely going to go in the first round, 
and that is Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer. And as a Notre Dame fan, I'm going to miss him dominating um, at, at, at South Bend. So, but M Michael Mayer is going to be a matchup nightmare. And and this would be the perfect replacement for TJ Hawkinson, who was eventually traded to Minnesota uh, last year. So I, I think Mayer is going uh, is going to be really good for Jared Goff. I think Goff uh, is someone who is going to rely a lot on the tight end. And I think um, you're, you're going to see someone who can pose some problems for, for the tight ends of, and for opposing linebackers. And that's what Michael Mayer can do with the Detroit Lions, and I think he could do it right away. With the 19th overall selection, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting Tennessee offensive tackle Darnell Wright. Now, I, I, there are, uh, it, it's hard for me to find uh, to, to find one obvious need over the other here, and, 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 the, and the Buccaneers could absolutely uh, draft uh, Tennessee quarterback Kenan Hooker. That, that's a real possibility. When, when it comes to the, um, when it comes to what the Bucks do at the quarterback position and whether what what that means for Baker Mayfield, but but make but make no mistake, whoever the quarterback is for the Buccaneers, I think they're going to need uh, uh, someone to play tackle, and and, and I think Wright is is going to be a good fit for someone who who is going to play opposite of Tristan Wirfs, and. Uh, um, at the tackle position, I think Tristan Wirfs is an excellent tackle, and 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 he and he was one of those four of those uh, key tackles that was taken in the 2020 NFL draft. So I so I think the the Buccaneers bolstered their offensive line uh, with with the selection of Tennessee's Darnell Wright. The Seattle Seahawks will pick for the second time with pick number 20, and I have them drafting Clemson edge rusher Miles Murphy. And, and and I think he he's gonna Miles Murphy is going to be an excellent ball player and and, and so the Seahawks um to, to turn a turn a strain a, a position of weakness into in my opinion a position of strength and and he he is a freak athlete he has uh, he has incredible size speed athleticism and strength according to WalterFripple.com. And, and I think uh, you, you look at what, what the Seahawks loved, loved to do, and Pete what was there for the Legion of Boom in terms of the secondary. Now I think he could, he could formulate a Legion of Boom uh, in, in, the de in the defensive front here with the selections of Jalen Carter and Miles Murphy, and, and, and John Schneider could see all that. Man, John Schneider was there during the rebuild in the early 2010s as well. I have the I have the Los Angeles Chargers selecting Alabama running back Jameer Gibbs with the 21st overall pick in the draft. I think the Chargers are, are a similar situation to that of the Eagles. Uh, Jameer Gibbs was a, was a stud uh, a stud speedster at Alabama, and I think if the Chargers are going to have an Austin Eckler problem in, ter in terms of him being able to stay on the field, something something uh, uh, he was able to do last year, I, I think this is more of an overall running game uh, thing for the Chargers. If, if they ever stay healthy, they, they could be in the conversation to go to the Super Bowl. And, and, I, and I, I view the injuries as, as the main factor behind the Chargers' stunning collapse in the in the wildcard game against the Jaguars last year. The Baltimore Ravens are picking number 22, and, and last year they, they, they picked 
Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame uh, as a safety, uh, but they still need uh, he still needs a co-star, and I think Brian Branch uh, from Alabama makes a lot of sense for the Ravens with pick number twenty-two. I think Brian Branch is is a stud. I think uh, a Branch is is going to be on that pipeline of safeties that 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 have come out of Alabama um, in, in recent years. Uh, I'm looking at at Xavier McKinney as one. I'm looking at Ronnie Harrison. I'm looking at uh, Kareem Jackson as 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 something along those lines. There, um, Eddie Jackson, Minka Fitzpatrick, and and Brian Branch fits the pipeline that Alabama has produced uh, produced in terms of the cornerback position in the National Football League. I have the Minnesota Vikings addressing the defense early on here. It's no secret that, I, that if I'm the Vikings, I go I stress the defense and and, and replace the aging uh, group of of defense that that was exposed in the, against the New York Giants in the NFC Wild Card game last year, and and, and I think the I think that uh, that that uh, that new infusion of youth begins here as they select Miami corner Tyreek Stevenson. With the twenty-third overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, ha- are would be on the clock at number twenty-four, and I have them selecting a- a- edge rusher edge rusher Lucas Van Ness from of uh, from the University of Iowa Hawkeyes with tw- uh, at twenty-four. I think the ja- uh, I, I if the Jaguars had one extra edge rusher to, to get after Patrick Mahomes I, in the playoffs, I think it would have been a lot different. Uh, feel of that game, and I think the Jaguars, I, I, they have the coach, they have the quarterback, and I think it's a matter of 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 of, of solidifying the battles of the trenches, and I think, I, I think ha- having uh, having Lucas Van Ness and Myra uh, can make a lot of sense there. With the twenty fifth overall pick, I have the New York Football Giants uh, selecting Zay Flowers for Boston College. And, and I think Zay Flowers has been somebody that's been connected to the Giants uh, in the draft process. I think the Giants uh, could use another wide receiver uh, uh, to uh, to support Daniel Jones, and and I think uh, Zay Flowers is going to be an excellent selection for for the Giants now. I think the question for for with with Zay Flowers is is he going to be available uh, with pick twenty five because the, the, there are teams out there like the Baltimore Ravens t- teams out there like you know the the Jacksonville Jaguars or the or or the or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that that, that could use use some help at the wide receiver position. So so I think it, so in my previous mock draft I had the Giants trading up. To draft safe flowers, and 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 he played and he played well. Uh, he he had a thousand uh, thousand plus receiving yards, twelve touchdowns, uh, for uh, for a team that that was really really bad last year in the ACC. And and there, and there are a lot of scouts that like him. And I think if he's there at twenty five, I think he's the guy for Joe Shane, Brian Dable, Daniel Jones, and the New York Football Giants. The Dallas Cowboys have the 26th overall pick, and, and I and I have them filling a need uh, on the defensive front. I I, I think the if the Cowboys are going are going to ever get uh, get over the Eagles and the 49ers in the NFC, I I think uh, I think it starts by uh, by filling a need uh, on the defensive line, and uh, with uh, and, and I have them picking Michigan defensive tackle 
Mozzie Smith. Now, uh, now I, I I understand Micah Parsons is there. I understand Micah Parsons uh, it d does really well at, at addressing at, at um at getting after the quarterback. After all, he was the the, the defensive rookie of the year uh, in in twenty twenty one and. Yeah, and 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 was in the conversation for a d defensive player of the year in in the National Football League, but 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 ultimately wound up um, losing out on on that front to Nick Bosa of the San Francisco 49ers. and 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 and, and it was the and the defensive player of the year award was one where. Um, is where he was the runner-up each of his first two seasons, which which in many counts is very very impressive. I have the Buffalo Bills at number twenty-seven, selecting Jonathan Mingo out of Old Miss with the twenty-seventh overall pick, and I I I think this would be this would be really really good for for what Josh Allen and Ken Dorsey want to do here because. There isn't a dependable wide receiver out there, other uh, other than Stefan Diggs out there. So I I think the Bills are are gonna are gonna look very very closely into the remaining wide receiver prospects. But but, but I but I think Jonathan Mingo is is gonna fit the bill just nicely for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I have the Cincinnati Bengals selecting Georgia corner Kelly Ringo with the twenty eighth overall pick. I I think the Bengals need 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 needed to replace. Uh, uh, ne needed to replace the uh, defensive backfield after after seeing their two safeties go. So, so, so I so I think the so I think the versatility uh, is, factor is going to play a role here, and I think the Bengals are going to find a way to utilize Kelly Ringo right away with a 28th overall pick. I have the New Orleans Saints selecting Quinton Johnston from TCU with the 29th overall pick. I I think I, I think is, is this is going to be a steal. For, of uh, for for Mickey Loomis and Derek Carr and Dennis Allen and the New Orleans Saints and and, and I think this would be the uh be be a, a wonderful addition here uh, here when it comes to the the, the um, New Orleans Saints so he, uh, and, uh, and and what what I think they they could do there with uh, in in terms of the wide receiver depth chart it'd be a perfect complement to Chris Olave and. And be and be excellent insurance for Michael Thomas, who 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 has had problems staying on, on the field throughout the course of his career. I with a thirtieth overall pick, I I think the Eagles are will will start to phase out uh, their their old the old guard of the defensive line. And items picking USC edge rusher Tuli Tuli Polotu uh, with a thirtieth overall pick. And then with the 31st and final pick of the 2023 Hooked on Sports NFL mock draft, I have the Kansas City Chiefs selecting t Utah tight end Dalton Kincaid. Now, it, it, it is crazy that I have the ch that I have them uh, in going to Kansas City, a, a, a team that has a, a future Hall of Fame tight end in in um. In Travis Kelsey. So, uh, but when when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and when it comes to the league, you can never have too many uh, too many playmakers. And Dalton Kincaid showed why he was a playmaker at the University of Utah, and and I think he could show why as as being an under the radar prospect for the Kansas City Chiefs with the thirty first overall pick in the NFL draft. 
And that's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. I'll be back here on the podcast next week. Have fun, everybody, watching the NFL Draft. Uh, and, and, and we'll be back here on the podcast to discuss uh, about that next week. So, so long, everybody. This is John Flynn speaking.